This is Realize Radio, Episode 7. We're jumping right in. Hello. Happy Friday. I've I've been looking into pandas, as usual. Um, (laughs) I found found a couple of things that I thought thought was quite funny, really. It It just ties in kind of with the pandas. What are the pandas up to this week? Lay it on me. Well... We found out they've got the smallest penis in the animal kingdom, (laughs) which is a thing. But something else I've looked at, they've actually got the biggest testicles out of every... (laughs) Yeah, but the funniest thing is when you Google panda testicles, you can't find any. There there is none. (laughs) You should be seeing seeing them somewhere, do you know? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, and you sent me how... Okay, so not only did the male pandas have... Not just a micro penis, but like an inverted penis. It's growing in the wrong direction. It's growing like up inside of them. So no, how can they? Yeah. Have- so it grows in, inside of them, and then they also can't really. T- they said the. I was reading an article. It said they have this this panda they wanted to breed, and they sent it to China to get bred. And it turned out when it got there, it was actually a male, and they couldn't tell a difference. <laughs> <laughs> Unless, unless the testicles are on the inside too. Oh boy! I mean, uh, well, oh, okay. Well, well was, I don't even want to think about it. One more second. I don't think they are. I, I don't think they are on the inside. That's the thing that I, they're on. They're supposed to be on the outside when I've looked, and there's no pictures. Boy, it's a weird thing to search, but there's no pictures of panda testicles anywhere online that I can find. <laughs> But we're always getting news articles about panda sex life. You know, I feel like that's all that, oh, the pandas, it's the one day a year that the male and female feel like mating. And it's like, oh, God, what? One day a year, that's all they, that's it? Yeah, it, it, that's it, yeah. And they can only have one baby and sometimes they can have twins, it says. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's a bit weird how they would have ever survived in the wild anyway. How would they have ever survived? Yeah, mm, just like the sloth. Yeah, the sloth's another one, yeah. I'm still looking into that one. I know. <laughs> well, let's pause for a sec. I've got to, um, I need to plug in all of my audio. I'm actually just just going free on the, on the computer right now. So give me a second and we'll wait for, we'll wait for, for Murph to come on. Okay. <clears throat> I seen um, Sam Triple has been deleted off Twitter again, hasn't he? I only just noticed the other day. I seen that he'd gone. What? I wonder what for. Like, a lot of people seem to get deleted for nothing, but seemingly nothing. I know. Which, I mean, we talk about the craziest, craziest stuff, and we don't. You know, we're still, we're still kicking. Yeah, that's what I can't understand now. And I'm looking back at say previous tweets of mine that say that a comment from a suspended account. And I'm thinking, what have they wrote that's worse than somebody's not, not even uh, real, you know? I know, what could they be writing that's worse than us? Uh, and, and we're seeing a lot of this everything fake stuff kind of coming into the mainstream, it's sneaking in. And if it's the truth, which obviously we believe it is, what would the best way for them to like combat that? It would be to make it mainstream yeah. and kind of, make a joke out of it eventually you know they want they want in my opinion like they want people to see it now they're trying to make it more and more known Mm -hmm. and then they're gonna do something 
and then claim it's real and mm-hmm. oh this everything fake movement kind of thing on the internet has di- has made people disrespect this situation as so like, i can feel like they're trying to build it up to to jump all over it you know publicly yeah. i feel that i feel that i feel that there's kind of a misrepresentation and misappropriation of this movement i feel like there's people purposefully misinterpreting what we're saying and i think that i think you're right i think there's a really interesting opportunity for mainstream to like invert it to to kind of give it back to us maybe they were doing that with the joe biden microphone cgi stuff in a way i feel like maybe they're giving us these little things and knowing that we're gonna jump on it and then give us like a gotcha like gotcha it was real or i I don't know you know but like they can't do that when i don't i don't care anymore it's it's fake anyway unless i'm there and i see it it's fake Mm-hmm. But the Joe Biden microphone thing, I felt like that, that was the first the first step when they brought out the fact checkers have, have said this is this was real and it wasn't fake. Mm-hmm. That that was for me the first big thing of them making it kind of mainstream. And then we've seen little things pop up like the Babe Ruth. Then we've got even this the thing I sent you today of this guy who's like a influencer on the internet and he is actually a man and his pictures of a is a woman and he's used a deep fake and they're telling us about this that it it wasn't even real do you know yeah I, you know i think it it that caught me that caught me off guard because my brain told me that the although this is possible i don't think that this is an accurate representation of what they're saying is going on i it's it, something caught me as like this actually is real and they're telling us it's fake which felt which felt strange because for me 100% of the time it's the opposite where they're telling us it's real and I'm going no 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 <laughs> no this is fake <laughs> and so the one time that they say look at this fakery that can be achieved and I'm like whoa 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 <laughs> this, this yeah, is kind of real it feels yeah. like a bit of a trick but then it could be like a revelation of troopers that all these blue tickers are doing that not all of them but a lot mm-hmm. of them are yeah fake. revelation and of that's the why he's trying to telling you yeah that there, a lot of these people we think are real that have got a blue tick are actually just fake do you know that's another way of looking at it as well like but I, i'm more leaning to what you said it's kind of like a trick i do do definitely believe that there is an awareness an awareness of what we're doing kind of like um I mean, even you mentioned Sam Tripoli. I feel I've seen him. He mentioned Loosh the other day in one of his podcasts. Yeah, and he's definitely, you can see, you could see in his tweets he was moving towards it. But yeah. he took a massive step from when you first went on his episode. That I know. I'm excited to see. I'm excited huge, to see. A yeah. huge step. <laughs> see a sea change. Yeah, a sea change. And I'm going back on the show in, in May. And so I'm really excited to go back on Tinfoil Hat for... Um, <laughs> <laughs> my vengeance. <laughs> no. Is that when you go on with my Maria? That yes, thing? me and my Maria are going to go on Temple Hot together. We're recording in mid-May, um, so it'll come out in like May 20-something-ish. Um, I'm excited. I'm excited to go on with her, and we're going to talk about simulation theory. We're going to talk about kind of our like rendering as we go, our energy that we bring into every situation and how that you know, reflects within the the experiences that we see and interpret in the world for ourselves and for other people around us. 
I really look forward to that one. I, I really do. I can't wait to listen to that one. I know. I'm excited. And I'm excited for your uh, episode of The Wrong Warp to come out. We kind of teased that last time. Anyway, I was listening to some of his episodes today, and I'm excited to hear. I'm excited to hear yours. Let's see if let's see if Murph is coming on in. Where's Murph? What's going on? Another thing I'm thinking as well is these big accounts, like for instance, like Piers Morgan. Yeah. How does he block Rambo? I don't understand how he blocks huh. Rambo. I know that's kind of an interesting because you wonder: is it all bot based? Are there accounts? Is there is there a real person? Well, you were probably saying Piers Morgan's fake and stuff, right? I've, you were never, like... I've never mentioned him before. That oh, was what... weird. Never commented That's on weird. his posts. Never never done anything to him for him to block me. Like, and the only reason I knew he was blocked is like, it was like this, the day when he was, it was actually Valentine's Day, actually. And it, the, the TV program this morning that he was on was trending here and I clicked on it and then, I couldn't, his name was blanked out. So then I scrolled down and seen where someone was replying to him, clicked on it and said, I'm blocked. You know, so it's like, how's he blocked Rambo? <laughs> <laughs> how can you block Rambo? Yeah, exactly. Yes. But how's he found me out of all these millions of people that give him hate every day? Exactly. And it goes back, it always reminds me of when I sent you that, that video of that woman I thought didn't exist on the news yeah. and attacked Katie Hopkins and she blocked me. That instantly. was our first interaction. That was the first time you, we ever talked on Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, I always remember Katie Hopkins had retweeted me and commented like from a video that this is from Seek the Truth or whatever. And then I then thought, all right, she's like, I, this is before you, I kind of yeah. knew there was all in on it, you know? Wow. And she Katie kind Hopkins of, is huge. She's got a huge... Yeah, she gave me a shout out kind of thing. And huh. I, I thought, I'll tag her in this next video then because she's obviously anti-BBC. Yeah. And she just, within a second, blocked me. As I tagged her, she'd blocked me. But hmm. all the people that write on her thing every day or did write on her thing every day, like, giving her hate, and she never blocked anybody. And then... Hmm. She blocked me for like showing her a bit of some respect, really. You know, yeah. I bet you're blocked off a few that you don't even know about. I think. Oh, I am sure. I'm. I'm. I. I am often blocked because people will tag me on all sorts of random things, and I'll try to go to see whatever I'm tagged on. And many, many times, I am. I'm already blocked. I'm pre-blocked by this user that they're trying to show me, and so I. I can imagine that it's a user that I have called out in the past for the purples or for the fakery or for whatever, <laughs> pick your poison. I'm so whenever I'm see that I'm blocked, I'm like, Oh yeah, that's probably, I, I can't see what you're showing me, but I, I can imagine it's fakery because I've probably, you know, I've probably run afoul of this person in the past. Right? Yeah. And another one, Kirsty Alley, do you know who she is? Kirsty. Yeah. Oh yeah. She has me blocked as well. Kirstie Alley has you blocked. Science, famous Scientologist Kirstie Alley. And... Yeah, why well, she got Rambo blocked again? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> why is Hollywood now C-list, D-list actress Kirstie Alley blocking Rambo in the UK? Mm. Rambo, we're getting too hot. We're getting too close to the truth. There's something, yeah. Ooh, there's something we have talked get... about Scientology before. Yeah. Is that? Maybe you're on the blacklist. Don't you Maybe. ever try to go to Los Angeles? The Scientology and Center will snatch you right up. <laughs> with her, they put her in um, 
a TV show in the UK, a reality TV show called Big Brother. <laughs> she was put into that for a while. And this Big Brother, the symbol of it is the eye. And then it's the big brother watching you, like the COVID-1984 the kind of thing. It's, mm -hmm. It obviously has a link how it puts these celebrities in. Mm -hmm. And another one that goes in there is Evanda Holyfield. And that comes back to the air being bit off, which didn't get bit off. Do you know? So it's kind of putting oh, these... Oh, that's right. His ear. Yeah. I feel like these celebrities are being put in this program as like to make them come across as real, do you know, or as genuine when they're not, yeah. do you know, I yeah. feel like that's part of it. So we can see, we've seen him in Big Brother, mm -hmm. his ear was off and that's all what we know, mm -hmm. do you know, that's, that's the end of that. But we don't know that that whole show is scripted and it's mm -hmm. not actually reality because nothing's reality on TV. Mm -hmm. I actually told someone about this Mike Tyson biting the hair, the hair off hoax the other day and they watched the video and he's like, no, that video has been edited um, of him biting his ear. So I went back, got the fight up and I shown them the exact fight. No, it, uh, if it's on YouTube, it's been ed edited. Oh, so you were showing them the original and they were saying, no, no, no. Still Even been edited, yeah. So they watched mm. the hoax video that Murph's shown us and he said that's been edited so then I went back to the original fight and I got that up and he said no that's edited as well mm -hmm. um, it's because it's on YouTube they edit it when it's on YouTube for the <laughs> biting so then my thing is well they can't show us the ear getting bit off but you can still watch JFK's head get blown off mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, like, so why, if it's that sensitive that they can't show you the ear why can we watch his head get shot I think that that's perfectly, yeah, I think that that is exactly, and we, we see people get, like, we just got the video, there was that video just recently released today, or yesterday, of Lord, Mayor Lori Lightfoot releasing a video in Chicago of the 13-year-old kid who got shot, basically point-blank range by the police, and we can see that video in all of its bloody gore, in all of its... You know, looshiness, but but yeah, they have to edit off the the ear getting bit off because we can't see that. Yeah, and it's for anything. Say we went outside now, and or or, or even if you cut your hand and put it on YouTube, I think it'd get taken down for graphic content. You can't even show like a nipple. You know, you can't like that. It like breastfeeding videos get take, taken down. I mean, that's a whole other can of worms and topics of all sorts of things. But I think I think the where we draw the line with what's acceptable for the public to witness and what's acceptable for the public to to digest and what we're like capable of taking in. I think it's a really strange line of demarcation. They say, oh, we can't see certain things. We have to be protected from certain things. And so they'll protect us in certain ways. But then they show us with like 10x the gore, something that is quote unquote real life. And yeah, and you're right. With the breastfeeding, you can't watch breastfeeding, but not that. That's what I'm searching for. But <laughs> what does come up on me on suggested is like bikini waxes and stuff. Right. Like, yeah, there's some weird, just some weird stuff gets suggested, and it is, it's, it's a strange one. YouTube, I feel, and mm -hmm. I, I feel like it's set up as like it's for, it's for amateurs who are making videos, but really, it's basically Hollywood I feel yeah I think it's a Hollywood playground all the major videos all the big content gets pumped out by by Hollywood essentially and I'm using that in like a really global term this kind of professional machine 
And then because we plebs, we little people, because we get to log in and create our own content and uplift our own, you know, put our own stuff on there, we feel like we are making some sort of dent. You know, and there are normal people that get a million views here and there, but they're still never going to be in this upper echelon of, of you know, like even that unboxing kid. Remember that when like there was a kid that he would do these unboxing videos and he was just like five years old. And oh, like, like Ryan's Toys or something, as he called, yeah. Exactly. He was like Ryan's Toys? Ryan's I think toys. it's called some, like, and he's built for the internet to set. Yeah. He's, he's yeah. put on by whoever's running it. Right. I think that he's put on by toy companies. I don't think it's a real a genuine family. I feel like they just wanted to invent a genre. They wanted to create a, an unboxing genre where just commercialism is, is celebrated and this whole idea of like the just the receiving of, of the gifts and, and the more extravagant the wrapping, the better. And I think that that was, I think that And just, they bring like, out push. all this rubbish where it's like rubbish toys. What the, rubbish and it's toys, like yeah, a yeah. mystery box. And, and it's just junk. It's just junk. It's making, it's influence, isn't it? It's influencing the viewers to do it and because it's come from youtube it's real and it's not an advertisement it's just a genuine kid at home whose parents are buying in these things that's what you kind of the impression it gives doesn't it that his parents started him off by letting him unwrap toys and then he got sponsored by toy companies who then give him the toys and really it was all that was the case all along he was like a, a an employee really <laughs> and then because we're, we're very deep in, like, I feel like you have to go through all of the other stuff to get to us. You have to go through all this scary stuff to get here. Yep, we share that. Me, you, and Murph, we had similar paths getting to this point, getting to, we had to be in it, in the mud, like rolling in the thick of the mud or in deep, deep, deep yeah. in the forest. And that's where I'm thinking, like, for our audience, you have to have been through everything, you know? Right. Uh, to get to the what I I feel like it like my Maria post it's it's like um one of the little dolls where you open it up the and, Russian stacking dolls yeah yes. and I feel like we're in the, we've got the tiny one left <laughs> and it's us that's what the the thing is we are the the tiny doll in the middle aren't we really yeah it feels like it but I I really I've really been in, enjoying it like. I, since I've opened my DMs as well. Yes. <laughs> so I've had I had one bad one the other week when I wrote Jesus is a psyop. Yeah. Um, someone was writing, you're you're a disinformation agent, you know nothing and all this stuff. And then he, he must have sent me ten messages. Oh wow. <laughs> and like videos from Instagram explaining the Bible and all this stuff. And he's the old that's the only bad message. But other than that, I've had so many come through the re message request yeah i love it when i see the message requests that little notification that i gotta check yeah the little boy one person. or two i love it i love it yeah I there's a few it. that i haven't opened just due to their message where you just think uh i can, I can see that what what that is within like because some people are a bit i don't know like someone said to me the other day i'm not expecting you to save me <laughs> something something and, and I wrote, I wrote, I wrote back to them, and he was like, oh, "I can't. Oh, thank you so much." It, it was about um, the vaccine. It was actually about the vaccine and how what I think it is and stuff. And yeah. and I was saying, this, if the 
virus is fake, then the vaccine is fake. And if everything else is fake, why is the vaccine real? And he was like, well, it's a, that's a good point. But he's like, but I, I know somebody who's, who's like now ill off the vaccine. But then I said, well, I had a tattoo the other week and I was ill for three days after it. You know, mm-hmm. it's the same same kind of thing. As, as you said, if you're getting a trauma to, you, to your body, then you're going to be get the flu after it, you know. Trauma to the skin. Trauma to the skin. Yeah. And then a good example, I was actually going to tag in stays our friend, the 216 guy, who's had both vaccines and he's still alive. <laughs> yeah. And he's still alive. He's still so kicking. Our, he's doing great. Yeah. He's got a and great... he's right in our group of everything's fake, but he's had the vaccine knowing it's fake. That's his reason. Like he's took that with confidence, something knowing that it's fake. And it's I, I do he's a great, great guy. Yeah. <laughs> and you get great. to avoid all the loose. You really get to avoid all the loose because even if you have to take it for society, for your work, for whatever, you know, for your family, if you are forced to take the vaccine for whatever reason, if you are if you are in our camp. If you, if you, uh, you know, if you kind of swim in the waters that we swim in, you don't have to be fearful of anything. Just know, yeah, yeah, just know that just, just know to to take it easy. Just take it easy on yourself. You're, you know, getting a, getting, getting an injury to the skin. You, you may have a reaction to it, but just rest assured it's not from what's in the vaccine itself. It's, it's from the event that you willingly signed up for that you, that you, that you um, gave your full and willing consent to, to, to get everything. Everything that happens is consent, really, yeah. isn't it? They need they, our consent for everything. Yeah, like, for instance, like when they talk about like, oh, big pharma kills everybody and it's poisoning everybody, maybe they are, but you're going for mm-hmm. it. They're just distributing what you're asking for. Yep. And they make a lot of layers to it. They put a lot of layers into it to prove the willing consent, like the steps between getting a prescription. And I mean, there's a reason that doctors usually can't hand you directly medication unless it's a sample pack. You know, they, they, they can't. They can't give you your full prescription of whatever at the doctor's office. They have to make all of these layers. They have to give you something. And then you have to take that thing, that that prescription note that they have given you, and you have to take that to a separate place. To a se- and you have to willingly and purposefully go get that prescription filled. That proves you are the requester and that you this is your... Yeah, you request it, yeah. Mm-hmm. And it, with this vaccine, my dad is in his 60s, and he, he said to me, he's had calls off the doctors, um, we advise you come and get your vaccine and stuff. And the other day he said, somebody actually knocked on his door and posted something to say, you've missed your vaccine. And they're going to do all these measures to make it seem like he has to. But the truth is he doesn't have to. They're just going to do these minimal harassments, so so to speak, to make him, to make it appear that it is necessary and required of him. But it's But it's not. It's not. No one can make you get the vaccine. People can strongly suggest. You can be pressured. You know, all, all sorts. Uh, your employer can't make you, but they can pressure you in certain ways. They can't fire you if you don't. Um, there's laws against that. That you're, you're literally feel like where they've got everybody. Like a lot of people, where they're going to get is the holiday situation and traveling abroad. Yeah. And it'll be like, well. You can have your vaccine if you want to go. This country aren't allowing you in without the vaccine. But we're offering it for free right here. So mm-hmm. then you're requesting it off of them again to go yeah. on holiday. 
I've been researching international travel, and there are certain countries that never required visas before from U.S. citizens to travel. You didn't have to go and get a visa for a, a you know just a travel visa to arrive in the country. And it, there's a whole wave of of countries that now requ now require, and they don't. Re it's not the vaccine passport that they require, but it's it's a visa. It's like another step. And I'm not sure if to get your visa you have to have a COVID. I'm not sure how the COVID is going to work into this, but I do know that the restrictions are absolutely ramping up. And I've been seeing some weird, lushy articles about travel in general. There, uh, uh, specifically in the United States, rental cars. There was this new. Uh, news story today about how the rental car market during the pandemic, all of the companies kind of sold off their excess in inventory. And so now there's just a few rental cars available and the demand and supply are, are going to be mismatched. And so once tra travel sh comes up again, there's going to be no cars to rent. And it's just a manufactured crisis. I, I think it's all scare tactics again, isn't it? They're just kind of, they're kind of forewarning you, you don't want to travel. You don't want to travel. It's going to be hard. There's not going to be any cars available. So why would you travel? Feels like the Truman Show where everyone, when Truman wanted to get to Fiji, literally everyone was like, oh, Truman, why would you want to go to Fiji? It's so far away. Oh, why would you go want to go there? You're afraid of the water. Why would you, you know, it's like, he's like, nope, I just want to go to Fiji and that's all I want to go. And they're like, oh, no flights available for the rest of the year. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. something I thought was interesting is we had, on the radio here just last week and it was like in turkey turkey are rebelling against the vaccine passport and you don't have to wear masks in turkey and you can do whatever you want they're not requiring any passport and i had i have a holiday booked for turkey in june oh, so wow. I, thought, oh, that's great. I thought that's great for me yeah but then they had um, a little turkish friend on twitter uh -huh. and they asked him what's it like i said i'm coming to turkey in june um, and he went, no, don't come here. So I said, why? He said, we're not allowed out. He said, we're, we're all masks everywhere. We're not allowed to go everywhere's closed and everything. And I said, but we were seeing pictures and hearing interviews on the radio of what? people in Turkey. Who were, it, so, and then he said, he sent me a video of the UK all in the park, all drinking beers, no masks on. And he said, we're told you're to rebelling against it. Oh my goodness. This whole world is believe it. The whole world is a stage and countries are illusions just to just to create division lines and everybody yep. is pitted against everybody else. And everything we see is false. It's all at the top, they're not divided. That is mm -hmm. my thing. There's not all it goes back to wars. Everything at the top, they're not there's not a division at the top. They never disagree. Mm -hmm. It's all in the plan, you know. Yeah. And it's kind of playing us off each other. When yeah. he said that, I was I was actually in shock because mm. I could I couldn't believe it. Like it shown the lies that I'm actually seeing here in myself. And yeah. the guy who I work with, he goes to Turkey every year, and it's him who say to me, "Oh yeah, look, show me this on Turkey." And I showed him then what the Turkish guy had said to me: "Of look, England are the ones who are rebelling, not us. We're we're not allowed anyway." It's just like a playing everybody off each other and the same with you guys we're like texas can do whatever they want and no masks and everything but then a lot of people i've spoken to from say your masks are everywhere still aren't they are your masks ev required everywhere yeah we mask our mask mandate got lifted at the beginning of april i believe or the end of march i can't remember but however individual businesses still on the majority require masks but i get 
I get a real thrill. I get a real thrill when I go into a place and I don't have a mask on and they kind of seize up and they give me the look and, and I say, I'm sorry, I, I, I forgot my mask. And do I, do I say, can I, you know, I, I, all I want to do is buy this, this, and this. Can I come in? And I can see the gears turning in their brain. They're like, ooh, I really want that money, <laughs> but she's yeah. wearing a mask. <laughs> and they usually let me. They usually just say, oh, it's okay. Or they'll give me a mask. And I'm actually pretty proud of the fact that I have not purchased a mask. No, you can't buy Never one. one. No, <laughs> I don't I haven't. I haven't bought one. I have been living only on masks that have been given to me, like free masks that people make me wear. You know, here, here, wear this mask because you don't have one. So in order to come in here, you have to wear this one. So I'll wear that, or like just free masks that I see. You know, um, there's this like bucket of masks at this place that I work, and so I usually grab a handful and just keep them in my car for like emergencies. But yeah, um, yeah, I. I Hey, the small yeah. businesses, they kind of don't ask you. They have all the signs up yeah. saying yeah. face covering, which I think is hilarious that it's called a face covering everywhere. Because that's I all know. it does is cover your face. It doesn't actually. You know, to, 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 to save face is to kind of protect yourself from an embarrassment or something. And I feel like. I don't know. I feel like there's some sort of like joke there. I feel like we should all be very, very embarrassed about the behavior. We should, we should be. We're, we look like fools when we, as a whole, as a society, we're crumbling under this illogical nonsense. And it's, it's, it, the, the absurdity is just ramping up and ramping up. And now you need three vaccines and three masks. Three, and... It's got to be three, <laughs> hasn't it? It's got to be well, three. Know, three masks and three vaccines. And... There you go. 33 had to be. I only get asked for a mask. I only get asked in the large supermarkets and stuff, and they'll say, oh, can you wear a mask? And I'll say, oh, I'm exempt. And then that's the end of that. But then one place, I said, it was actually in the Vodafone shop, and I said, I'm exempt. And the guy said, well, show me your proof that you're exempt. I said, I don't have to show you my proof. I said, you're not a doctor. You're not my doctor. And he said, well, you're not coming in then. Mm. And he didn't let me in the shop. And that is the only place I've been refused out of everywhere oh. everyone else is kind of like you say i'm exempt mm. and that's the end of that they're lost. This one, <laughs> yeah that's it yeah these big companies though if the majority said no i'm not wearing a mask mm -hmm. they, they don't matter how big the company is they would have to say okay yep come on in you know <laughs> it's always a tipping point we have to we have to find and get to and, and be in that tipping point and stand at the precipice and really like sh make that shift happen. We have to have enough people to, to do it. I think it's very possible. And I, I think with definitely shifting in understanding and consciousness, also shifting in actions and behavior, it all kind of goes together. But I think if we can get enough people to become aware and to just straight up say, I, 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 I refuse to participate. I mean, the same goes for voting. I, I truly believe that the illusion will disappear the moment it is no longer supported by the men and women who are keeping it going. I you feel know, like us, they're heading us. us that way they want. With the Biden, I'm feeling like they're making it, trying to make us not want to vote. Like, that's how it kind of feels like, where are all the Biden supporters that, that was around? And where, where is Biden? And then you've got people saying he doesn't exist anymore. Let's say they come out now and said, actually, Biden doesn't exist. He was a paedophile and we couldn't tell you at all. So we CGI'd him. Like, 
like what you said the other week as to why they would CGI these celebrities. Let's say they actually come out and said this, like, what would happen? It would break votes. It would break it all, wouldn't it? Yeah, it would break it would break the system. I'm leaning towards that. There is a good side, and I don't know whether it's us. I don't know whether it's just, like, humanity. But there's a good... It could be that this fake stuff getting faker by a good... A kind of a good showing us that it's all fake, you know what I mean? And they're trying to break this matrix. And mm-hmm. with the vaccines and the COVID, there's the the bad are fighting back to try and take back control, but the, the good are then showing the, well, it's fake, it's all fake, and they're pushing it up, you know? Mm-hmm. That's what I've been kind of thinking recently, that there is a good and there is a bad. Yeah. So maybe this white hat, black hat, although it goes back to Q, it, maybe there's something to that as well, I'm starting to think. I feel it. I feel a. Dar- I feel a battle between darkness, darkness and light. I feel a separation, division between dark energy, and and light energy. I'm not sure which one's good and which one's bad. You know, I don't want to see say dark is bad and light is good. If the light is false, then the light energy is bad and the darkness is pure. You know, the darkness is 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 uncharted territory. I kind of feel like we are. We are in the darkness. And that's it, right? being our own light. Yes, and we're shining our own light into the darkness, and we're not in the false light. We've left the false light, and we've said we don't need we don't need that anymore. We don't believe in that anymore, and we see we see past it, we see through it, and we are actually in. I mean, we call it uncharted territory. We call it you know uncharted waters. We're in the we're in the deep dark forest of consciousness of of thought of of thoughts, <laughs> and I feel. I feel that what is guiding us is our own internal light. And for the first time, I definitely feel guided by an, in, an internal tr- a light that feels true to me. And I feel like I'm heading in the right direction. Every, every signal around me, that, like the universe is communicating to me what, in what feels like a way that's saying, yes, you are on the right, the right path. I feel like, and and I, I feel like we're kind of holding our own torchlights on, in a very dark going in a direction that's never been go- gone before and and yeah kind of kind of blazing a new a new path a new territory finding a new territory which is cool it's kind of exciting that's how i feel like nothing this has never happened before Mm-mm. and they didn't have anything set up for this they've had in my opinion they've always had a conspiracy set up for everything mm-hmm. and, and what happens when someone says the conspiracy is fake as well like what yeah. what do they do the only thing they can do is make it mainstream and then discredit it by saying, well, this was real, but due to this crazy movement of everything being fake, everyone's thought it was fake, you know? Mm. I feel like that's where they're heading with, with, that's all they can do, in my opinion. They've got no defence to what we're saying mm. other than to try and make it mainstream to then discredit it and say, well, it's their fault for making it, telling everyone everything's fake kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like, because yeah. with the conspiracies, I've got layers and layers, and then they've got the documents that people have got. So all these people think all this is real, but when you say mm-hmm. that's all fake, the FBI and all that, they're all in on it as well. Mm-hmm. And uh, yes, the FBI and CIA documents that you see getting pushed out, those are controlled. The swirls. <laughs> yeah, exactly. exactly. The, pedo, the FBI the pedo day. symbols. Oh my gosh. And all of those I symbols. I posted that form the other day to say, 
who believed this? Hold your hand up. <laughs> I believe we it. All, we all deserve. I believe it. My hand's held up way high. I totally believe that. But now going back, all of the symbols are purple. They're like shades of purple and pink. It's just like, and you know, with like the pedo swirl, I think that there's something, I think that there, I think there's something to that, to that swirl. I don't think it's a, I don't think that has anything to do with people actually signaling a, a predilection for young children, but I think that the no. symbol absolutely is an important symbol and everywhere. And I think that that symbol represents or symbolizes the swirling division, polarity, endless vortices, vortex. I mean, this is, this is what we've been talking about. So the pedo swirl is everywhere, not because it's a vortex yeah, I think it's just an important, I think it's visually a very energetic symbol. And so they'll want to put it everywhere and then divert, kind of dismantle our understanding of why it's there. You know, they want us, they want it to be everywhere and then they want us to see it, but then they want us to kind of misinterpret what And I also think, is it a code? Is it, yeah, is it part of like the computer code? Again, it does it have to be numbers. It could be symbols as well, do you know? as part of the simulation code and the matrix code, the symbols and numbers. With the guy from The Wrong Walk, I talked about what if the simulation is just an artificial simulation that's coming through our screen, mm. you know, and it's a, like a fake simulation of what, what, like, uh, what we've talked about before. It's like a projection of life on the screen, so it's all simulated on the screen, mm -hmm. taking away your re reality in real life. So it's making it all feel like a simulation because it is. You're right. Do they have to show us a simulated reality through the screens? Because so much about our out of screen reality, like our uh, in real life reality, because so much of that is is false, like based on false understandings and false systems, like every decision we make, even the clothes that we wear, all the choices that we think that are our, ours, our, our preferences, our, our, our major life decisions, all of those are, are kind of funneled through these existing systems, these societal accepted norms. So I wonder if the, the fakery through the screens and the media is really just a way to desensitize us so that we're not noticing how fake our real lives are yeah because you say like some people say well real people are fake and in a way i agree because if they're getting their whole life from instagram for instance of how to live mm -hmm. then in a way they are fake at the real person i was fake, fake for life. for many years of my life until i woke up you know i was myself and, as well yeah, i was fake i, I was living I had a, a persona. I mean, we're, I'm still behind. <laughs> I have obviously an identity crisis, like human vibration, JK, all these, you know, it's like I'm still trying to figure <laughs> out who I am, what's going on. But in my in my real life, for the first time now, I'm living, I'm living a true, I'm living what I believe is a, a personal exploration, a personal exploration of my own truth. And I'm living in a, in a way that feels very truthful to myself. I feel like my head and my heart, what I truly think in my head and what I truly desire and want in my heart is aligned for the very first time. And I'm living in that. When before, for 30 plus years of my life, 
I didn't know who I was really. Childhood aside, I think childhood was magic. And then once I got a little, once I got my preteens, you know, then then I got sucked under the under the vortex of the quote unquote, you know, the real world of fakery. <laughs> this I got into the simulation, this simulated real world. Because other people bring in their their stuff to kind of influence you as well, don't they? You know, magazines. I mean, Seventeen magazine. When I was thirteen, fourteen years old, all these like all these teenage magazines told me everything that I needed to know about the world, and all of it was twisted. All of it was um, destructive, you know. And, and it's I, how you should uh, live and what you should wear and. What, yeah. what you should be doing with your life to be successful and stuff. Mm-hmm. But, like, you feel like that's where I get this piece from myself is that when you're doing it off your own, you're being true to yourself mm-hmm. and you kind of, what's important to people, what was also important to me once upon a time is no, no longer important, you know, yeah. as in, like, for instance, like, the name of your clothes you're wearing, the car you drive, all this used to be a big thing. Yeah. And now I'm like, I'm not bothered. I'm not bothered at all. And it's all same due to this awakening that we've had. Is that that's why it's a, I feel like there is a, a real awakening to be had. It's about every, it's about life in in a, as a whole. You know, mm-hmm. of everything outside influences. Yeah. And when you're actually yeah. true to yourself and and making your own decisions, I, I, I've be, I've become so like dependent on my own decisions. I used to be really hard at decision making and before mm. like that. now I'm just like, right, that yeah, that's what I want, you know. Mm. And that's because I want it, not because anyone told me or said an idiot or said it's cool. It's just all based on what I feel for me. And that's That's the closest to free will we can get. It is, it really is. Yeah. Jury's still out on what on, on free will and what's going on there. But yeah, but you don't care what Tom, Tom Hank says. <laughs> <laughs> back to Tom. Oh man, our first Tom Hanks sighting of the day. <laughs> yeah, and then Tom it comes Hanks. back to again now. Are they kind of using this the same tactics they use for your clothes, your life, your relationships, everything? Now they're using that same tactic with the vaccine, with the celebrities getting it, and oh, oh yeah. It's, quote unquote, it's the... celebrities quote unquote getting the vaccine. The needle's always hidden. You can never see it. It's so silly. It's so silly. The worst one I've seen out of the lot has got to be the Dolly Parton one. Oh, purple. <laughs> Dolly Purples? Yeah. Yeah, that was so bad, that one. Oh it was my gosh. so obviously forcing it. She's just, she's a little psyop, Dolly Parton. Yeah. And but people who who like her are kind of the older generation who were mm. like, oh well, Dolly, oh, I love Dolly Parton, so mm. I'm getting it as well. If she's getting it, I'm getting it, you know. And there's people out there that are doing that, and it's the same for us with the Tom. Hanks. Oh, Tom Hanks got one. I'm getting one. Oh, mm-hmm. whoever's got one. But then what we said a while back, even like I was looking, we were saying it a long time ago. Like, the vaccine is going to have adverse reactions. Hopes this is before anyone died of it. Mm-hmm. And then you've got Marvin Hagler, then you've got the Prince Prince Philip, then you've got DMX, mm-hmm. and all these people who have had the vaccine, then they died, and it all just ties in with what's to come, doesn't it? It's mm-hmm. it's like you can read this. I, I feel like we can kind of read the script the way it is at the minute. It feels it feels like we have a an ability to precognate. It feels like we're a little bit psychic. 
You know, even when, you know, even during the um, Supreme Court nomination, the SCOTUS uh, confirmation of Amy Comey Barrett, I believe that's her name. I remember I was able to call, she wore a, uh, a, a violet dress one day, a red dress the other day. And I said, I guarantee you, I guarantee you, I, I picked remember. the color of her dress. I, I said, I guarantee you tomorrow she's in purple or magenta, like just has to be. I know it was, and she yeah. did. And she came on with a full on purple, like head to toe outfit. And it just felt, it felt like I had a little bit of a crystal ball. And I love that the emoji for the crystal ball is purple. Yeah, I love purple that. I think this. <laughs> I love that. It, it's so purple. It is it's so, so and it's not that. Uh, that's what I've said before. Nothing's predicted. We can't predict anything if it's already planned out. We can. You can kind of you see, see the it. plan. Yeah, you just see the plan. We're. You're right. We're not predicting these things because we have a psychic ability. We're just have kind of learned, like you said, the script it's, you know, you can, you can, the foreshadowing, we can kind of intuit what's going to happen in the next chapter because we've already read this book before, you know, they've yes. already given us this whole, this whole play. It just keeps, they keep, yeah, through history. It's just different, same, you know, same story, different verse, same chapter. Yeah, they've you know? not got much, they've not got really many places to go with it. They just stick to the same old stuff, really, and mm. kind of update it, don't they? You know, with yeah. a bit more, like, now they have the mobile footage of stuff. Yeah. And Goes back to our talk about religions, you know, how every religion is basically a, a re-amalgamation of um like christianity is kind of based on an, an ancient fertility cult and, and some like egyptian egyptian fables in there as well and uh all of the modern religions borrow beg borrow and steal from 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 one another the the archetypal all this the stories the 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 even the messiahs themselves they're all very very similar and, yeah, and the key um, to it keeps them divided it keeps them yeah, it's like we're divided arguing. over the same thing. We yeah. all have the same. It's just like a kid. You give you you get you have two kids in the room and they're fighting over a toy, and you give them the exact same toy, and you say, "You guys have the same toy. There's no need to fight anymore." Are they gonna stop fighting? Hell no. They're gonna keep fighting, and they're gonna want the other person's toy because they have this perception that because it's in the hands of another, it must be different and somehow better than what they currently have. It's this, this I, I feel like that gets baked in from childhood. The grass is always greener concept. Definitely. And I kind of wonder about the grass is always greener. You know, sometimes I get into my simulation theory mind. I got to put my simulation theory hat on and I kind of think, gotta think about this universe in a weird way. And I think about is, is the grass greener on the other side because the render engine in our head makes it appear so, you know, like are yeah. we programmed to, to always find attractive, more attractive, what is just beyond. Yeah. What someone else has got, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I used to be motivated by jealousy and, and, and greed in, in a sense that I wanted you know, I, I had some friends that were more wealthy than me when I was growing up. I had some rich, rich friends, you know, and my parents could never buy me new clothes. And I always wanted all the, and I would just covet, I would just covet these labels and these ideas. And I would just, I would just dream about the day that one day I could wear X label or whatever. And I just had this crazy obsession with, with these material things, because I thought that if I could just attain them too, then, then everything in life was going to, to I was going to 
you know, every every bit of insecurity that I had was going to go away. Every every problem that made, I that yeah, I had seen, yeah, I thought it was going to make me happy and somehow make me equal to these these people that I thought that I was less less than of. And that's with anything though that you've ever really wanted when you finally get it. It doesn't ever make you happy, does it? <laughs> exactly, exactly. You got exactly what you said you always wanted, and then the moment you you get it and you stand in it you realize that it's not at all for you it, it's just this you you've just been barreling towards barreling down a hill you know as fast as you can snowballing towards this end point that you've been programmed to 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 go after and to try to, to try to get towards as fast as you can and then once you get there you look around and you're like i don't want to be here <laughs> i don't want this yeah. now i'm really far away from where i started and i want to be there you know and yeah. yeah, and that's it. You always want to go back to what you yeah. you had, or and that it's like with Christmas, that really like you'd be wanting to be Christmas present. You'd finally get it. You'd open it on Christmas Day, and you're like, hmm. Hmm. Is that it? yeah, exactly. It's like, well, somebody, so and so at school got something else, and all I got was a sweater. You know, it's like yeah. you can never be quite satisfied, even if you get everything you want, even if you do. Even if you do, even if you're the luckiest kid in the world and you get everything you want, there's going to be a weird empty pit in your stomach at the, the moment that the last present is opened. You know, you want more. Just, yeah, you want more. You want you more. Want more. And that, that I feel that is programming that to want more all the time. You know, I don't feel like that is a natural, a natural thing to be. No, to, I don't to think want so more. I feel like that is putting us to take away like gratitude and stuff and yep our i think we're born i think we're born quite quite be, with a quite beautiful peaceful registry you know i think that we are born with bliss and with an appreciation for the world and with a, with a, just a few basic needs and if those needs get met i think that some beautiful things could happen but then it's it's like everything in life is designed to to keep you from this 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 initial base operating system that you come out the gate with like this kind of like bliss mode um and this just like basic need to to be to have be warm and to be fed and to be you know protected when you're when you're young and then if you can have that you can you can kind of grow into a bit of stability and you know even if you do have that as a kid i feel like society through everything else, I feel, I feel like our parents are so bogged down by things that it's hard for them to really give that nurturing, pure love because they're stressed out about making rent and paying for college and doing and, and getting sleep at night, which they don't because parenting is really difficult. And so we have these kind of zombie parents and childhood is, childhood should be like roaming free. You know, childhood should be this, this, this place to explore far and wide and then know that you've got a, a safe, loving home to come home to and I feel like that's a beautiful way to, to to be a child and I feel like that's kind of the childhood that I had in many ways was this like extreme independence but also a, a, like a safe space to come back to um and I feel like that that gave me a lot of a, a lot of cognition in the world in a positive way and I got to learn a lot of things to myself but like now kids can't I mean kids aren't ever away from their parents and even if they are parents have these tracking devices and quote unquote parental control on the iPhone. I feel like we have given, we have given parental control to a device. We are, you know, parents are no longer in control of, of their, their kiddos. And I see it. That's a big yeah, change as well. Like when I was a kid, it was like, we was all playing out on the street and running around everywhere. 
you never see a kid running around the streets anywhere nowadays. It's just iPad. That's that's it. The iPad and the the PlayStation or whatever that that's kind of become like the nanny to to kids. You know. Oh, for sure. Well, like sure. when I was a kid, you, you we were talking about a friend of the day when it was like in me like 16, 16 year old. We used to like hang about on the streets and drink beer and stuff <laughs> smoke like that. cigarettes. <laughs> yeah, smoke cigarettes, drink beer and stuff. And you don't see that. Yeah, you don't see that anymore. You don't you don't see anything like that at all. And although it wasn't great, it didn't look great or to someone say, oh, your kids are out on the street and they're asking me to go in the shop for beer. Like, Lisa was, <laughs> was outside, you know? Yeah. And we was, and we was living. Living and they're, learning. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, they're living digitally now. Like, they mm-hmm. don't know what it's like to graze your knee or... No. Or, you know, just, just stuff like that. You'll hurt yourself or whatever. Or, and they're not learning real lessons kids don't hurt themselves anymore in a real way, you know, and like a, they don't get to, they don't get to, to learn from these minor scrapes and slings and arrows of life. You know, parents are just too protected. They don't even get to see each other anymore. You know, kids don't even really get to be around each other anymore. They're just stuck in their rooms on their iPad, just like you said. Yeah, FaceTiming each other. FaceTime, yeah, which is That's so strange. That's all we really do. And, and, yeah. and what, going back to what Merv said the other week is, is kids are, seem a lot more intelligent than I was when I was a kid, mm-hmm. but is it intelligent? It's it's kind of the difference between intelligence and wisdom, I'd say, and and experience. They're not getting the experience of life. They're just learning everything through TikTok, through Instagram, through Facebook, through everything's coming through the screens, isn't it? Whereas like I didn't even I didn't have a phone until I was like seventeen. <laughs> I remember first getting my first Motorola, a big, big Motorola with the aerial on and stuff like that. And that was the beginning of the end for our kind of childhood, what I had, you know, or, or everywhere. I know, being free. And then once your parents could get a hold of you, yeah, that's the beginning of the end. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, they, then they got you up, they text. So it, it's mad how they brought that in, though. Like they bring them over, and, oh, it's text, and it had snake on it and it's games it's like kind of making it more interactive with you and the next thing you know you can do everything on your phone guys you know mm-hmm. this smartphone smartphone <laughs> we've given all of our smarts to the phone there's yeah I, I can't remember numbers anymore i can barely do basic calculations <laughs> i have to always pick you know I, I i've given all of my smarts over to my phone well i sure miss murph but He'll be, he'll be back. Maybe he'll join us for this second half. So let's take a quick break and um, hopefully we'll be back with, with Murph. If not, Rambo, you and I are just going to finish this one out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Let me, uh, you got your tiskies. Maybe on the second yeah. half, I'll have a, I'll have a whiskey to join. So yeah. Um, get a yeah. Whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. We'll talk, we'll talk soon. Okay. See you soon. Bye-bye. A nice break. <clears throat> very nice. Yeah, it's rainy where I am. It's a rainy Friday, but it's it's very good vibes. It's excellent vibes. I've seen your you weather post of like fifty nine degrees. <laughs> it's chilly. It's it's actually chilly. So how? But it's hot where you are, right? Yeah, it feels like it. it, it 
it's not summer, but it kind of feels like a summer day as when you're out and about, everyone's having picnics everywhere and the pubs are all full, all the gar- pub gardens are full and it, it just feels like a happy vibe everywhere, do you know, because it shows though, again, yeah, how the weather can change the mood of everybody. We talked about that on an earlier episode, you know, if you want to manipulate the, the, the tenor, the mood of the public, mess with the weather or, or, you know. And what's crazy is they've just opened the pubs and then all the sun comes out. It's like, wow. yeah. It, it, I, I, I'm starting to more and more believe that they can control the weather. Mm-hmm. I, I don't like to think they have that power, but it just seems too coincidental and I'm not a, I don't like to believe in coincidences but yeah well, they're so interesting anyway we don't even we don't get it what's the wind what is the wind we can't even describe accurately what the wind is where it comes from and and why it blows in the patterns that it does there's lots of theories but there's not a solid concise exploration or explanation for like a lot of weather phenomena. We just don't get it. We don't really understand. Just we talked, we talked about, you know, tornadoes, like everything we know about tornadoes is from the dang movie. You know, we just don't understand weather. It's, it's yeah, you twist the movie that tells us all about it really, doesn't it? Yeah. And then all these, you know, these like soon, these weather events, you know, we talked about the tsunami and then immediately after the tsunami, we had the, the movie Tsunami, which kind of talked about it. Uh, yeah, like I've got a post on the Tsunami before. Um, I don't know how they faked it, but they did. It, it, it was fake somehow. It was fake. And there's people like, well, I know someone who got injured and stuff. But there's always somebody. Somebody knows someone who's seen the plane. Somebody knows somebody who's in 9-11. Somebody knows someone who knows George Floyd. There's always... There's always somebody who knows somebody, but there's never the person, there's never the person saying it is, I was there. Hang tight, I'm getting a call from New York. This might be, this might be Murph. Wait, hang tight. Hello? Human Murph, what are you doing calling me on the telephone? This is human vibration. <laughs> what just happened? What happened to you? Can I put you on speaker? Oh my gosh, let me see if I can do this. Okay, Murph. <laughs> Hello, Murph has entered the chat. <laughs> oh, guys, hold on, look at guys, 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 guys. Yes. I'm in such a weird time warp right now, right? Okay. I, I just woke up thinking that it was morning. Walked upstairs, <laughs> walked upstairs to, to, to my apartment, started putting on coffee. <laughs> Murph. My wife's like, like, what are you, what are you doing? <laughs> I'm making coffee. It's like it's 4:50 in the afternoon. What are you talking about? <laughs> oh boy, we gotta we gotta get to the bottom of this time warp. <laughs> I, I thought you were gonna tell us something much more crazy story. Like you got accosted on the street by the, they finally tapped you on your shoulder for the CIA position you've been talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, true, true. Or no, this is the ransom call. This is the call where you have to call us. And t- no, I'm kidding. Okay, well, we'll talk to we'll talk to you soon. Okay. Awesome. Thanks, guys. Okay. Talk soon. Bye. Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> it's next. That's funny. That's funny. Oh my gosh. He's been having a bit of a thing with the vaccine, saying the vaccine's fake. I mean, I've seen a lot of 
yeah. interaction on his thing from that of the vaccines. No, how can anyone say the vaccine's fake? He's been arguing a lot. He needs to take a night. He needs to take a night. No, no, no. And everything fake thing, kind of, that's what they seem to jump on every time. It's like they saying everything's fake. My personal experience is a fake. Mm-hmm. Nobody's saying that. Like, nobody, like, we're saying what comes through the screen is fake and mm-hmm. it's influencing your real life. That, Very much, that's yeah. how I kind of see it. Is yeah, like they're saying the vaccines. I'm saying the vaccines fake. So I believe it's fake. Mm-hmm. And Me too. I'm this, saying uh, again, vaccine, that yeah. mm-hmm. placebo and nocebo thing is mm-hmm. real. So that what they're seeing on the screen is the fear of it or the that it's going to cure you, and they can believe that that's what it is. So it's down to his personal experience that the person who he may know who's ill off the vaccine is here vaccine rumours that they're giving blood clots to everyone and mentally they've took that in and they're getting a blood clot or something. I, I in don't every believe... every single vaccine, it, there's a whisper. Whether or not it's an outright, you know, certain certain vaccines like J&J and AstraZeneca, some, some of them are getting like blatant strikes. You know, they're actually being cancelled in particular countries where they're no longer... They're like, nope, this vaccine can no longer be in the country. But it seems like every single option has something and so no one's immune from this mind virus. No one's immune from no one. It, we're, I wish we were vaccinating ourselves against fear. We're not. We're not doing that. I wish we could like bolster our our immunity towards these lushy these lushy stories. Every single vaccine has some sort of dire negative result attached to it. A whisper of of something that could go wrong. Whether or not it's been right outright projected like j and j and astrazeneca and <clears throat> i mean that's the oxford they've got the oxford one over here that has now been halted as well they're not poisoning uh, our bodies they're poisoning our they're minds poisoning mind. they're poisoning our minds Vi- uh, ah. like we always have done with everything and that's mm-hmm. why i can't understand why people and corona think, oh, means mind the crown, our crown chakra, our knowledge, the crown of our head, literally the back of our head, the, the seat of our, of our understanding, the cradle, you know, the cradle of our brain, the back of our head. Um, mm. And that's called the crown. And it's, it's corona, coronavirus. I feel like this whole, this whole thing is of mind virus. And that Definitely. virus is fear. That virus is the most contagious element within this realm is, is, is awareness of, of, and that can go either way. You know, when they're trying to hijack our awareness of, with fear, you know, they, if, they can, if they can use fear, they can really point our awareness and our focused attention in one direction and really have us laser in on that and, and be the, these participatory activities really, really help. Like if they get our behavior around it, then all the better. The, the PSYOP is, is way more complete and robust and rich. That's why it's like a stage play, like all the action, everything has to be, oh, okay, anyway. Like the flu, for instance, how they've met, from where I'm looking, they've actually made people forget about the flu. It's gone, it's forgotten. And that is in mind control in itself. Like, where is the flu gone? Why am I having people tell me, well, I've had coronavirus, but you've not had the flu. Like, I, I don't understand how they can't believe that it was actually the flu they've had. Where I've That's told a few people it's fake. 
Yep. Say, well, I've had it. Where'd the flu go? Where's the flu it flew gone? away. Yeah. It just done flown away. It flew yeah. away. And they're actually saying here now that <laughs> due to the masks that the flu has gone, that the flu has been, the, the masks have been a protection against the flu, but not COVID. So mm. why haven't we been wearing them forever? Right, <laughs> you know, so that's so interesting. It's do- it's well documented now. You can you can see it's measured that the rate of cold and flu hospitalizations instances uh, it plummeted. They just it seems that the cold and flu season simply did not exist this this past year, twenty twenty. You know, just just didn't happen. And what we know is the flu season always happens. It happens every year. There's cold and flu. Everything's, cold, you know, there's cold and flu. The flu season is a thing that we all seem to, to recognize. But I heard something really interesting today. Actually, it was on the Wrong Warp podcast. Um, there was a, one, of the, one of the guests. I'm excited to hear your episode, by the way. I, that's going to come out soon on the Wrong Warp. But um, I was, he was talking about how the flu happens every year. And it's a natural part of the human, the, just like spring cleaning is called spring cleaning for a reason. We, we do this ritualistic cleaning as humans and animals do it too. There's kind of like this cleaning out, cleansing thing that happens in the spring after periods of hibernation, after periods of being inside. We do this like mass cleaning. Our bodies do the same thing. And the flu is kind of like this pre-clean, this cleansing of you know, actually where our, our immune system just turns on. And we, we, and if we have, if we are overloaded with certain, with certain things, it actually, it just helps us get rid of it. And then, you know, a healthy and robust immune system just does its thing. We have fevers for a certain reason. That's the immune system kicking on. You know, sometimes we, what we're categorizing as like a sickness is actually just our body's doing a natural, normal thing. And if we're healthy, we usually do that less. Um, Okay, but that's one thing. So the flu, oh, but it was, but the idea of flu with this cleansing, with this like cleansing out, you know, a chimney, a chimney flu is where, is where all of the, it's like a vortex that takes, that, that takes energy, takes, you know, the the energy of the fire, the, the smoke of the fire up, up and funnels it and channels it. The flu is our body funneling and channeling and expelling kind of like the, the, toxic coal of our, of our, of our inner flame, of our smoke and fire from, from our side. I think there's a reason it's even called the flu that we've never even connected to the, like the word chimney, like chimney. Is it called a chimney flu? Do I even have the right, the word right? But, um, anyway, I feel like that could be something. It's our body expelling, you know, we're these inner flame systems and, you know, light beings, heat, heat beings, you know, we, we keep a certain temperature. We run out, you know, we'd have like an inner light and inner fire. And then our, our bodies, like once a year have this, I'll, I'll cut I'll trim this. I'm really just trying to think out loud right now, trying to make this pun work. But um, I don't know. There's something to it. I've the got flu season. As well, I've seen somebody post the other, maybe last week about the mask and holding it over boiling water and something comes out of the mask. I've seen that. It, it, it's not real. I've tried it multiple times and nothing come out of my mask. Oh, okay. So the viral video of the worms wiggling out of the mask. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That I never, I never commented on that. I just didn't even touch that one. That one seemed so bizarre, and I was like, certainly we would have seen this. Certainly somebody would have inter. Somebody certainly would have interacted with the worms in their mask. It ridiculous. Get out of here, loosh, loosh yeah. trap. Next. <laughs> oh, he, tried it. A hold lot. on. Here we go. Murph's, Murph's, Murph's finally joining. Murph, Murph is entering the chat. <laughs> 
Hey, so, Murph. Hey. Welcome. Man, we've been all over the place, all over the place today. It's Friday. Yeah. Sorry, guys. That's all right. Uh, you vortexed okay. yourself. You're the, you're the king of vortices, and you vortexed yourself into some sort of time warp. I'm already misbehaving. Oh, we, we don't have a website yet. I'm already misbehaving. <laughs> this is the reason we can't have nice things. <laughs> mommy, mommy, I messed up. I messed up, mommy. Go to your room. Go to, see me after class. No, I can't. I can't figure out if I'm like the teacher or the mom in the situation. I'll be whatever. <laughs> Either way, <laughs> I just poured myself. We got started a little early, so I didn't feel comfortable drinking whiskey early in the afternoon. But now that it's what time is it? It's uh, well, I'm still kind of early. <laughs> it's four. It's four thirteen. No, it's all right. That's not too early. It's not too early. Ten thirteen. Here it is. When you guys have some drinks, it's great for me because I can just sit back and relax. <laughs> well, now you got to no, no, not this time, Murph. Now you really got to bring it. <laughs> just kidding, just kidding. You missed out on Panda's testicles. Let's catch you up. Let's catch Murph up. What was the most? What did we really? I mean, we God, we talked about so much. Oh boy, we didn't talk about any of the things that I wrote down that I wanted to talk about. <laughs> really, Rambo tried to keep me on track, but I had a hard time. When Rambo's trying to keep you on track, you know you have problems. <laughs> Actually, he's been doing a pretty good job. He'll steer me back into... <laughs> he's usually steering us all back into place. Thanks, playing. Rambo. I'm playing with you guys. Thanks, Rambo, for, for steering this evergreen ship safely through the canal. Whatever happened to that? I guess everything's good. It's forgotten like everything forgotten. else. Forgotten mm -hmm. out the news. I, I was thinking I was thinking last night about... Uh, I was about to do a tweet on it, and I, and I, I didn't, but... Uh, how even like the January 6th thing is kind of forgotten. You know? Oh, it's capital insurgence, yeah. That yeah. Was a, that's, a, that's, I mean, if anything, that's like a, like a story of like a decade. <laughs> I know. Well, they keep trying to bring it back, but I think people are like so not nonplussed by it because it was obviously a fabricated event. It They've shown many instances of how the views of the Minotaur man in the Capitol wasn't even the actual Capitol building itself. It was just little other nods that was a theater set. You know, you'd see like packaging in the background for like lighting equipment and stuff. And it's like, oh, this, it seemed, you know, it was obviously theater, the, a theatrical element. We tracked uh, the actual company. Exactly. That's right. That was your post. Yes. The, 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 the casing, the casing for the lights and the camera equipment and all that stuff. Yep. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right there. And, 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 and in multiple locations too, yeah. inside the Capitol building, supposedly in the hallway mm -hmm. and also outside, uh, outside of the building. Yeah. Uh, so I'm in, in both, both spots. You know, I think like we talked about last time, I think the public was able to get just close enough to see some hullabaloo to, and then be pushed away by security and then get maybe a, escape, maybe scraped and think that they were part of the part of the protest, you know? But um, I think that everything that we saw, like people actually scaling the walls or getting in or, you know, storming the Capitol, so to speak, I think all of that was a, was a Hollywood production. Was some sort and of- even that woman who, who died Ashley kind of got forgot she didn't exist. forgotten. They keep Gone. trying to bring her back, but she looks so fake and unreal that people are like, you know, it's just not, people aren't connecting to it. 
people just are let there's we're on, we have so many inputs there's so much going on there's so many things to think about so many people dying so many people getting murdered so many people getting shot so many people getting all these there's so many different directions for our attention to point i feel like they keep trying to give us these people but we're not we're not just we're not holding on anymore and that's why i think they just move on to the next they do they move on to the next just like the sarah everard gone gone <laughs> you know Gone, they had protests yeah. about her. There's all sorts going on, and we still don't even know she had a funeral. Who killed her? Why they killed her? And it's just kind of gone, forgotten. Gone. And and that's another thing with like these deep fakes and stuff. Like people go, oh yeah, you can see that's a deep fake, and oh you can see that's a digital human. But that's because they want us to see that's what it is. You know, we don't know what the real thing is. They're showing us like the the crappy virgin version of it so we think we can spot it mm. and really we're not yeah. spotting the real thing it's like a decoy they're putting like these obvious deep what a deep fake looks like as a decoy to what the real thing is yeah. the thing about the tom cruise one is i actually think the whole thing is a deep fake i think the actor is an actor with deep, I think they're both deep fakes. Like the actor portraying Tom Cruise is a deep fake. And then they're putting Tom Cruise on that deep fake. I think it's all, I'm very suspicious of a lot of TikTok stars. And I think this person exposing the deep fake of Tom Cruise being a deep fake itself would be the, they mean the ultimate mind fucker, mind field, mind fuck, whatever you want to call it. Both, both, you know, I don't know. Am, I, do, do Am I too jaded? Oh, no. Human... They, they... I got flowers for my birthday and I thought they were fake. I literally <laughs> thought they were fake. And I was like, oh my God, I've, I'm, I'm out human vibrationing myself at every turn. I think the Neuralink, I think that's a hoax as well, to be honest. I don't think you can do that. And I think that the Neuralink they're talking about is your mobile phone and your Apple Watch. That's your, why would you need something in your brain if it's already doing it Bingo. on the watch in the phone? Bingo. Bingo. That's it. They already have it. They already got us. It, it reminds me of the adrenochrome conversation. They don't need our adrenalized blood to be harvested from our bodies. They do not need that. Trust me. They just need us to be stressed. They just need our blood to be adrenalized unnecessarily. We're literally, as human beings, we're literally only supposed to feel that, um, that, that, that kinesthetic, psychosomatic, hyper response from our from our central nervous system we're only supposed to feel adrenaline in our blood at very specific times when we're when we're feel like we're in danger when we're in danger for our life that's that's really the only time we're supposed to experience that unfortunately our systems have been hijacked to to a point that we feel that response every single day multiple times a day we feel that response sometimes from getting an email that puts us in the, that, that, that has a deadline that we need to meet. And all of a sudden we have adrenaline coursing through our, through our veins. Yeah. They, they don't need to, they don't need our, they don't, it, the, the point is, is our adrenalized blood is what they want. They don't need it outside of our bodies. That's what I believe. Definitely. I agree as well. Yeah. That's why they keep us in these hyper 
energized states of fear, anxiety. Every day, like you said, there's something else. Every day on the radio, on the news, there's something going on at all times. I time. can't even listen to the radio anymore. I can't listen to the radio. It, 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 it's such a buzzkill. Even the presenters, they're not playing a part, but they are because they're just reading the scripts as well. I feel like a lot of radio presenters are, are kind of reading kind of a basic script that they've got to stick to. Yeah. I listen to NPR. It's kind of public. It's public radio. There's stations all over the United States, but it all has its, I mean, it's kind of like the BBC. It, it, I feel like the presenters are, are really, they're not just giving us information. I feel like they're imbuing a lot of emotion into their voice as well through the way that they deliver. They're painting a picture. I feel like even just in the droning on in the background, when I'm not actually listening to what they say, I'm still intuiting this extraordinary negativity, this ne this extraordinary loose factor. And NPR, I used to listen to NPR all the time, right? And mm -hmm. NPR is so relaxing. So, so like, it's like, it's like an auditory Xanax. <laughs> Bingo. But, but, the, but the awful thing about NPR, right? And I hadn't listened to it in a while or whatever. But I did see something that they the coverage on the January 6th issue, right? And like NPR is like, it's like New York Times on crack, right? The people who listen to the Times, people who read the Times will also be like the NPR people. This is the people that I'm surrounded with here in Brooklyn Heights, like educated- Echo chamber, a highly educated echo chamber. Absolutely, yeah. But, but the worst thing about it is that it, people listen to it and you feel like, you feel like you're at the creme de la creme of like what's going on. And you had, and, but it's all crap. <laughs> it's all crap. It's just like yeah. the Times. I was thinking about it before. The Times. I mean, it's almost depressing because when I grew up, the Times was like, it was like, it was like, like, like the pinnacle of like sophistication. Yeah. If you read the Times, like the people who read the Times were, were different than the people who read the the Daily News, or the people who yeah. read the Times were different than the, the Post people. Mm -hmm. But I realize now that the people who read the Times are more dangerous than the people who read the Post or the Daily News put together. Mm -hmm. because the people who read the times actually should number one know better and number two the people who read the, read the times walk around think, thinking that thinking that that they have some kind of knowledge that other people don't mm -hmm. and it's all just crap mm -hmm. it's all crap it's awful i fetishized the times like everyone you know i i my greatest pleasure of a week and this wasn't even that long ago i mean this is just a few years ago i got a sunday times subscription and that thing is thick it is a it 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 is a dense volume of of material, and then as I and then once I once I really woke up, I just saw like you said, it was all bullshit. It was all crap, wall to wall noise, wall to wall nonsense. It was awful. When I think when the when the George Floyd uh, uh, escapade happened, and uh, and all the riots, the subsequent riots and everything, I mean, I remember coming walking down to the lobby of the building where I live. And there's people in the building who still have time subscriptions. So it's always there, like on the radiator when you walk on the door or whatever. And the imagery on there is like, you know, when I first started getting into what you guys were doing in media analysis uh, and seeing just basically just how it was, it was really just completely fake imagery of the riot. Disturbing though, very disturbing, highly disturbing. It, it, it completely gives the thing, you can live in New York City Never go, you know, not have much, 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 uh, much uh, communication with people outside of the city and really walk away thinking that everybody outside of the city is like racist, uh, you know, uh, backwards kind of bigots, bigots. Mm -hmm. um, when the people who are the most bigots are the people reading the paper thinking that they're, that they're more intelligent than everybody else. I mean, it's very, it's very weird, very strange.
talk about vortice you know, they, we just keep going in the wrong direction and, and it's almost impossible to, to meet in the middle. It's impossible to meet in the middle. It's impossible to find a bliss point in society and thought and all these, it's impossible to, 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 to gain a neutrality, you know, a net neutral. Which led me to a question yesterday I had, because I, I, I saw some, some, some journalist guy um, who did a tweet and he, a journalist basically, you know, knocking other journalists from, you know, basically the status of journalism today. I thought to myself, like, are there any journalists? Do we have any journalists? Is there one? Is there, is there? I don't really think there is. It's very scary, but I don't think that there are any journalists. I think the closest thing we have to journalists are the people like us today. Yeah, certainly none of the big boys. None of the, none of the, like your, Ro what's his name? Ronan Farrow or, you know, these, these. He's these, awful. He off I don't even think he's a real person. Ugh, okay, we're not gonna, not gonna. <laughs> yeah, I know, I, I, I'm with you on that because he doesn't look freaking real. No, there's, there's, there's something. It looks a lot too, too much like Frank Sinatra. I think that he is designed to, to appear like Frank Sinatra. He's a template of, of Frank Sinatra. And I, I, I believe he came on this. I don't, I, I, don't, I really don't want to spiral on this weird tangent, but long story short, uh, a Ronan Farrow, I got you, I got you in my sights. <laughs> He's not real. He's not real. I'm, I'm on, I'm on who's not real and who's not, uh, who is real patrol these days, apparently. So that's my, that's my, um, that's my role. But, uh, oh gosh, before I got derailed by my own human vibrationist, where, where, where were we, what was I, what brilliant point was I trying to make? Well, we're talking about the, 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 the times and. Yeah, 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 yeah. Journalists are like oh yeah, journalists I, being and really like you say that I I don't believe there is any any journalists like genuine journalists that I like feet on the ground going out and showing what they're actually seeing or anything. That's all. Yes, anything, any any major news story, any made. We talked about vantage point being everything, you know. Even with, I feel like in the George, I feel like in the George Floyd trial, it's there. It's going to be not guilties. Because they're going, the vantage point, the, the new, quote unquote, I'm using major air quotes on all of this, but the, the new vantage point that we see shows that he wasn't even on his neck and it couldn't have been asphyxiated. And then they've kind of ruled out asphyxiation as, long story short, they're going to find this weird loophole and then it's going to start riots. And But none of it is real to begin with. Because even the riots are going to come from, from that. But... Are they going to be fake riots? I think they're going to be fake riots again. They're going to be fake riots. They always are. and But they're going to, yeah, gosh. You, you know what's strange? Speaking of the riots thing, right? And and, and the George Floyd uh, stuff. Um, when the George, back in uh, May, last year, May or June, and, and there was kind of, uh, you know, the riots were, were supposedly going on, allegedly going on. When I was in college, there was a, a guy who was really into the whole, uh, you know, uh, I don't know how to say this, but the, you know, the African-American thing. You know, totally, the black... civil rights movement, yeah. Which I think a lot of that was bunk. I don't even think Martin Luther King exists. Oh, Father, forgive me. Yeah. Oh, the whole Don thing. King. What? Or maybe Don King. Templates, maybe. Same same base. Same base actor, potentially. They look very similar. I mean, and think about it. Why did Don King have that crazy hair? The distraction. always have the crazy hair. I've got another one who's a template. There's Tell me. George Soros. And Hillary Clinton. And, and Bob Arum. Do you know who Bob Arum is? The boxing promoter. He's a huge boxing promoter in America. If you look at Bob Arum, 
and George Soros. They could be brothers. I need to do a series of I need to do a series of templates based on this episode. I will. I will. I don't. I don't know the reference, but I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna investigate. Yeah, I, did you see CGI folks breakdown of the Clinkings' names? No. When was that? I feel like I'm not seeing his stuff anymore. Yeah, I think you're right. It it, it 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 comes and goes. Like I think he. I think he's on for like a little bit, and then he's he off. takes breaks. He takes mental health breaks. He'll tell me. He'll sometimes tell me when he's going offline. I I tell him good. Get off this place. This place is. <laughs> Torture sometimes emotionally. Break. I don't know what that's all about. <laughs> <laughs> Murph, Murph, I'm gonna actually, uh, as your, as your, as your, as now your mother, your teacher, and your physician, I'm, I'm gonna recommend, I'm gonna recommend a night off, a, a, a good night's sleep will do a world of good. I need a crystal cleanse, honey. You need a crystal cleanse, for sure. Uh, <laughs> Wonders by Monique. Get yourself some Organite. Shout out. I love her. I actually have Organite all over my house. Oh, she's a she's a Monique with the Home Records Home Records podcast. I'm not a crystal person. I don't have any crystals, but she gave me my first set of crystals. So got I gotta give her. She gifted it to me after I was a guest on her show. Anyway, love her. Tangent. <laughs> not sponsored by. This is a this is an organic. She's not a sponsor at all. Um. Speaking of, we need some sponsors. If you're in the listening audience and you want to sponsor our show, contact Realize Radio at Proton. What is it? What, we actually have. A, I actually do have an email. Realize Radio at ProtonMail.com. If you'd like to sponsor our show. What, what, pro, do you think that's a psyop? Proton Mail. I 100% think it's a psyop. Julian Assange said Proton Mail secure. Bullshit. None of it's secure. Proton Mail login page is purple. Wow. It's purple. And I said. Well, doesn't matter. None of it matters. It's Gmail's the same. Hotmail, AOL. But, but aren't the servers locked in a, in a, in a high security? <laughs> yeah, in Klaus Schwab's apartment basement. Yeah, deep underground. Klaus Schwab's got these locked up for sure. Email is safe with us. <laughs> this files. <laughs> the, the files. I can't even. I can't even. COVID-19. <laughs> Okay, I'm not even going to try. Although, I do fancy myself an excellent impressionist. I'm too tickled to go on. (laughs) (laughs) Rambo, jump back in, bud. And the same with, like, you you say the emails there, like, you've got the WhatsApp and stuff that they say, oh, it's encrypted and it's all private. But then it's owned by Facebook as well. Yes. Okay. 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 So all of these things are created under the guise of giving us a little bit of personal freedom and a little bit of our own autonomy and a little bit of a dip outside the, you know, go outside the prison walls. We can go for a swim in Alcatraz for, for a minute. Is all this stuff designed just to give us the illusion of freedom? And second part of that question, what is up with cryptocurrency? They're pushing it, aren't they? It's being really, really pushed, I, I think. And it's a trap. It's a trap and it's a way to get cash, get get you off cash so there's no cash hidden under your bed or anything like that. And it's all, I know your money's in the bank now and it's controlled, but I've been having to think maybe they're going like, to crash all the banks like a kind of like a hacker kind of thing going on. And then... Everybody would lose trust in the bank and move to cryptocurrency, which yep. is going skyrocket. Yep. All of them are. I was actually going to speak to you about it before I got a message today. Oh, make sure you buy in some Dogecoin. Mm-hmm. It's going to 
skyrocket. And then last week it was, make sure you're buying some XRP. It's going to skyrocket. And Wait, and both of them did. Rambo, you need to be following. Give me this. Give me the number of this person. <laughs> Is that telling me brother? Dogecoin exploded today. Like it went up. Like it's still it's still under a dollar, but like your gain your return on investment. If you had put in a thousand dollars, I mean. You, but the main ahead. sites are stopping selling it. That Coinbase right. has, has has stopped selling it. I tried to get in, but I couldn't. Coinbase. Yeah, said, no, same. No honey, same. No honey. Oh no, Rambo! We need to talk about we need to talk about crypto. I'm newly. I'm dipping. I'm dipping my toe. My brother, yeah. He's actually, brother. I've actually watched him make money on it. Like he's investing quite a lot in these coins, but he's actually getting a good return and taking it out. I'm just putting it on another one. Do you know, it's kind of just gambling. Buy some of this, buy some of that. And he texted me about Dogecoin. Buy some Dogecoin. Then now today, when did he text you about Dogecoin? Dogecoin? When did he? When did he text you about Three days ago, three or four days ago, and he said, "Yeah, he, he actually texted me saying if you want to be rich." Buy some Dogecoin. <laughs> I didn't get it either, but I'm like sad for you that you didn't get it. That's funny. Yeah, and then I've gone on to look now, and you can't buy it. You can buy it from you can a limit of two hundred pounds worth. You can buy at the minute, but for me, I think Dogecoin, all all the these um, cryptocurrencies are all part of the cashless society that we're heading towards, and it goes with your touch, touch touch pay on your bank it's, it's slowly... all energy it's all energy i can feel my energy swirling just thinking about these transactions that i am not a part of and have never been a part of and that you weren't a part of because you didn't do it i am i can actually feel loose inside my body right now i can feel it thinking about what you missed out on okay and this goes back to everything they they don't call it currency because currency means money. They call it currency because currency means energy. You know, it's all about, you know, we work for this. We work for the money, honey. We, we, we live to work and we work for the money. We, and so we live for the money and everything's about, and it's really just a measure. I think currency is just a measurement of our energy input into the system. You know, if everyone just stopped working, <laughs> like well, imagine it, it would be some great reset if they just reset everybody's bank balance to zero. Oh boy. And then everyone had to kind of claim the money back and they wouldn't want to put it back in the bank. They would want to buy crypto, but then there's all sorts of crypto that you can buy. It's just, it, it's a whole so new- So real or unreal, the crypto market could still explode and you could actually make, but then what do you, what do you transfer it to? If fiat money, if fiat currency, well, like no. people think, oh, I can make money. You can actually hear now, that's what my brother was sending me pictures of. You can buy stuff with it. You can buy Rolexes on their site. And a football team here, over here called Southampton, I've just started paying the players in Bitcoin. Oh, wow. wow. And that that's a huge thing that an actual Premier League football team are getting paid in bitcoin yeah and and in bitcoin when we look at bitcoin i know we we've talked about the number three how it pops up but when i look at bitcoin it's got a big cryptocurrency on it. is cc 33 oh, yeah and all i see on the bitcoin is a big three even though it's a b it just looks like a big three to me and <laughs> and is it like the bitcoin is like 33 like marks on the bitcoin when you see a picture of one 
Oh, you're it's, right. They have the B backwards. They have the like the, and that's like the the Richie Rich symbol as well. Yeah, the, the, yeah, the Richie Rich. Yeah, <laughs> it, it's just like a big three Templates. to me. I think, and it's just um, that was like the open the gate. The Bitcoin was the the gateway to crypto, wasn't it? Really, and then now there's just all sorts popping up. But yeah, this is I, I personally wouldn't advise myself in investing or anyone invested in it if you don't really know what you're doing. You know. Definitely, if you don't know what you're doing, I'm curious about the only thing that I'm curious truly for myself. I, I, what I believe currency should be a measure of is appreciation for human uniqueness and creativity. And I think that there is a really interesting avenue within cryptocurrency called the NFT market, the non fungible tokens. And these are really known more in the sharing and, and the appreciation of digital digital artworks and, and artworks that can be shared through the medium of, of, of the internet and, and owned in a way that digital art has never been owned before. And digital art is now skyrocketing. And I, I, I'm a, I've worked in the creative arts field. I've had digital art parked in a folder for you know years, all these like kind of human vibration-esque explorations of art. And I wondered if, you know, I always talk about money not being real, but like, can you, can you make something, can you create wealth out of something that you create in the digital realm? And I always thought like, oh, this stuff, this little thing that I play around with is worthless because it's just this digital art. What's that worth? And now all of a sudden, knock, knock, knock. Oh, experimental digital art beautiful works of digital art is now worth something on this NFT market. And I'm like, hmm, could I invest my art and make money off that in a way? But I guess that's what all art is, but it's never been possible with digital art before. So that's the only reason that I'm really curious about it. Not because I want to take money I have in the bank, but if I could take a folder that I already have sitting on my computer and take those files and create wealth out of these digital assets that I just have sitting parked can you create a can you can i create wealth and that begs the question like if so does is this the future of generating wealth through this unique beautiful creation this human creation this 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 generative what we're doing this collaborative beautiful art experience called life that we're all doing in real time it's almost like the, the product of your brain Right, like, like imagine if imagine if they like, say, uh, what's it called the uh, the John Bonet thread, right? Mm -hmm. That that affected all of us in a way that in the real world would have a, would have a monetary equivalent, right? Mm -hmm. um, imagine if, if if access to people's thoughts were somehow monetized like that, and if, you know, I mean. Mm -hmm. uh, John, the, the, the reason why it's not that it hasn't been that way, it's just because we don't, we lack a framework for having that. But eventually I think that will be the case. Mm -hmm. Eventually I think that, will, that will, will be the case because people will see value in people's thoughts and people's thoughts do have value. We just, we haven't, the only way to do it is to take your thoughts and bring it some, to bring it to another party mm -hmm. and have another party, you know, and in, in, in a way to, to bring your thoughts to a, a marketplace, for lack of a better word, mm -hmm. and, and not have a, a middleman. I think that's great if they can work something out like that. I do think that there's something very special about it being free and available to, to everyone. It's not the perfect medium. Twitter, I don't think is the perfect. Actually, tw I've, I'll, I'll walk that back. I think Twitter was 
a, tw- a thread, a thread was the perfect medium for what I did with John Bonet because a thread, specifically a purple thread, is what led Theseus out of the out of the labyrinth after he slayed the Minotaur. It was a purple thread that Ariadne had woven for him, had had balled up for him. Was it was it was a purple thread? Anyway, so a th- a th- in in one of the most important allegories of our time, the slaying of the Minotaur in the in the center of the labyrinth. Theseus travels, you know, he enters into the labyrinth and he figures all the labyrinth out, but how does he get out? How does he get out of the labyrinth after slaying the, the beast? Well, he follows this thread that he was holding onto and it was a purple thread. That's so crazy. Anyway, so he goes out, he finds his way out. So there's something about, there's something about using threads to, to find our way out of this labyrinth. Just the way it was meant to be. It's still pulling people out now. Yeah. It really it's still there pulling people out. That thread is so special to me. That is like that saved my life. John Bonet Ramsey murdered me in January of 2020. She murdered the old me. <laughs> it's a good way of putting it. <laughs> yeah. 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 It was a it was a double double homicide. I don't know. Like, I, my, the old me is gone. The old, the old way of thinking. My everything, like from that, from from the moment I realized that reality could be viewed in a new way, and all of these lifelong traumas that we carry with us, and these these this historical trauma, these news traumas, all of the stuff that it could be maybe viewed in a new way and and seen through a way that that unmasks unmask the whole thing like scooby-doo at the end where you just pull the mask off the boogeyman if we could yeah, see the world that was always a, i think even that with scooby-doo was some like a revelation of truth again yeah. even as kids like that the boogeyman isn't real it's just a a character for sure i feel that the boogeyman the boogeyman are you know they i feel like our idols are false and idol goes both ways idol is good and bad so i feel like our heroes and our villains are usually characters they're they're they're, they're, anybody that gets into the spotlight in that way but isn't it funny when they get in the spotlight they call them icons for icon oh 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 rambo that goes back to q we used to geek out about q so much but q always said something about the sheep they thought the sheep would follow the stars you know and stars were a big part of it. And I think that our stars do blind us. Our stars, our, our celebrity stars have the ability to blind the public. In a way, whether they roll out a Lucy event with a, with a celebrity doing having some sort of public meltdown, you know, I think back to like 2007 with, you know, gosh, Britney shaving her head and Britney Spears have end up, you know, Britney Spears is back in the thing now looking like a complete robot automaton on her and on her social media. But I wonder if, you know, she's a star and she's a big star, but I wonder if we get blinded, if they use these stars to like distract us. And so we, for some reason, care about Britney Spears shaving her head as if that's a thing. Oh, and she used an umbrella. Remember, she was like hitting the car with the umbrella. Yeah, the umbrella again. The umbrella is, is 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 a code for umbra, which is the darkest portion of a shadow, and the physical properties of light and shadow 
you have the penumbra, which is kind of like the kind of like gray area between light and dark. And then you have the darkest portion of the shadow, which is like the pitch black, like the deep shadow. And that's called the umbra. And so umbrella is, is, a, is a, a nod to shadow work, shadow play. And that's why I feel like everyone's bringing umbrellas to these protests. What's an umbrella going to do if the police are shooting at you? I feel like the umbrellas are just so farcical. Umbrella man. Yeah, the thing about the JFK umbrella, umbrella man, it goes all the way back to then. And then you've got them, the twin towers with the umbrellas on and that you showed me, the purple umbrella. And then someone else sent me a different picture, completely different. And the same umbrella was on the same building. So, Because i seen someone say to you, oh, it's been photoshopped. And then yeah. someone who's not even on Twitter sent me a different picture and it had the umbrella on in the background. So... Okay, so yeah, we don't really talk about this too much on on public Twitter, but there is a the, one of the most famous photographs of 9-11 um, shows in the foreground a building with a pink umbrella as a, as, a, as a logo. The pink umbrella, it's the Traveler's Insurance logo. It's the umbrella, but Traveler's Insurance logo is red. And on the building, it's magenta. It's, 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 pink, it's, it's hot pink in this photo. And the rest of the photo is like absurdly purple with the smoke, the smoke is all purple. Anyway, it's one of the most famous images of that day. And there's a pink umbrella in the foreground. Those were the colors of that year, right? Well, fuchsia rose, yes, fuchsia rose. There weren't two colors. Like this year, 2021, we have ultimate gray and illuminating yellow. But in the year of 2001, it was just fuchsia rose a doubly named singular color it was one color and it was basically hot pink it was the, it was magenta it was the color of the nexus point and we talk about purples purples being the, oh okay i'm anyway the center of the purples is magenta pink is a shade of purple and you we talked about john bonnet all of john bonnet's imagery i didn't know about the purples when i wrote the john bonnet thread but now going back through the thread it's all purple. It's all magenta. It's all pink. Her first pictures were in a, in a pink shirt, her first in the pink uh, pageant dress. It's, you know, in her, actually the most famous picture of her, she is, she's in a magenta dress. She has a red sash and she's standing on a violet star. Talk about stars. Stars blind us. She's literally standing on a, on a, on a, a star. And so we know that, you know, red on one end of the spectrum, she's got the red sash on. Violet, deep shade of deep blue, not purple. So she's standing on a violet star below her feet. And then she's wearing the magenta dress. It's the full expression of the line of purples with magenta being at the very center. And magenta means magic enter. Magenta, come on in. It's like, this is where magic happens. Jackie wore the magenta suit Chanel suit that was made in Washington. It was made in Washington, D.C. Her suit was specifically made in Washington, D.C. Um, and she wore that, that magenta suit carrying a violet handbag and holding red roses. She was a personification of the line of purples. JonBenet Ramsey is basically a regeneration of the, the Jackie O. Okay. You guys saved me. I'm spiraling. Someone, someone yeah, just... So talking about stars, <laughs> what we haven't mentioned is this week is the Pentagon releasing alien footage. Have you seen that? The pyramid UFO, yeah. they're calling it. Mm -hmm. the what, out of everything they could call it, they call it a pyramid UFO. It's obviously going to be a pyramid. <laughs> it's the all-seeing eye, the pyramid, isn't it? That's what the... I, it, I've seen it as like a symbol. And it's also... I'm seeing it as... It, it, it's coming. This, this fake alien is coming and they're building it up slowly but surely. 
It, it's coming. <laughs> so have you seen it, Murph? The 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 UFO. I saw I saw something briefly about it. Um, I didn't click. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't look much into it. But it, the whole the whole thing looks uh, looks shady as usual. Um, yeah, it's like a cheap a cheap movie that's being made. I feel, and it it does seem to me like it is gonna it is gonna play out this this fake alien stuff. But I like, for instance, people are gonna say, "Oh, we've seen." When it does come, do you believe they could actually put something in the sky that we can all see? Oh, I, I, I think it'll be CGI. You know? Yeah, yes, that's what I believe. And, and then people get confused and think they saw they saw something, you know, the typical kind of thing. But the Project Blue Beam stuff, I, I don't, I don't, I don't know how real that is. I, I think that's a, I think it's a lot of crap. Mostly the Project Blue Beam stuff. Yeah, because I, I personally have seen like when they say this Starlink. Have you ever seen the Starlink happening? Like where they. I've seen it where these, these these stars are moving, and I feel I've, I've actually seen that with my own eyes that there was something moving that didn't look natural. I was trying to film it, and it I couldn't really see properly. And that, that's just something I've been thinking. Maybe it's like a project they could project into into the dome. Really, <laughs> maybe I'm thinking too much into it. But the fact that I've seen stars i seen them moving unnaturally just on one night it was and it just made me think maybe they can put something in there to add to the illusion that it's not just on tv people have seen it in real life they were flying over their house or something like they do that santa satellite thing don't they where you know you can stand outside at a certain time you can see santa going across at the night time and maybe that has something to do with it as well do you know like the They've been building it up that because you can see you see something fly over on Christmas Eve, can't you? You can go outside and they say it's a satellite that passes at a certain time, and you can see it in the sky. So kids think they're seeing Santa in the sky, so an adult would think they're seeing a UFO. Yeah, I, uh, the, 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 the technology we have no idea how advanced it really is. Um... But because I think because I live in New York, I think I have a weird situation with seeing things in the sky. You know, we don't really because there's so much light pollution here. Yeah, know? so you don't get it. You don't get to see as a clear night in the sky, kind of thing. Exactly. I, 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 it's so bright even at night. Um, but the only thing what I will say though is that one thing I always notice. I mean, you think of where chemtrails would be, right? Never anything here, ever, ever, ever. So I, I, what do you think about that? What do you think about the chemtrails? I think it's just a conspiracy because it's the first thing that the typical like conspiracy theorists will talk about is the chem the chemtrails and the vaccine. <laughs> That's like the thing. I've seen a lot of talk on yours about the vaccine the last couple of days. <laughs> yeah, last night was interesting. <laughs> I think my point, my, my, the post that I made made sense is that all of these people with the anti-vax thing, I mean, I'm the, I'm anti-vax myself, but, but, but not for the same reasons, you know, um, that, it, that the way that the, the logic goes is that all the compliant people, right, would be killed off <laughs> and all, all the difficult people would, would remain. That they, 
it doesn't make sense at all, but it's a great point, that actually. Yeah. Why would you want to kill everyone who's the sheep? Why do you want to kill all the sheep? <laughs> keep all the, the strays everywhere, do you know? <laughs> it doesn't make sense at all. And another thing is, if the va- the, the, for me, the, the virus is fake. So why would the vaccine be fake? Like, it's all just one big mind game. I, I personally think it's all big big mind game and it i know people people get angry when you say it's saline and yeah i'm not a doctor yeah i didn't make it but it's obvious that it's not what they're telling it telling us it is it's not and you got the people saying oh well i know somebody who's died from it or whatever and there's always like a a pre-existing health condition or also maybe it's not maybe people haven't got to the point where they think that it's saline right but they know that something's off with the whole story, off with with even the with even the, you know the stories of, of the the injuries. They know something's off with it, um, so so that's going to increase with people being upset about it. Um, it seems to be it seems to be the most the most important theme of of, of Truth or Twitter, to be honest with you. That, yeah. that, that's the, that, like that's the main. You know, if you think of the hot button issue, like say maybe a year ago, it was adrenochrome. Right, or the then now it's the vaccine killing everyone. Now it's the vaccine, yeah, exactly. And as it is, like at the minute, it's looking to be like the minority. We're a minority, I can say, and it's fake, and it's just it's just a just a crazy one in it with the <laughs> the vaccine and the COVID and stuff. But it is a hot topic at the minute on Twitter. The vaccine, if you dare say it's if it, if you dare say it's not. <laughs> not genetically modifying you in some way, then you're a shill. <laughs> Misinformation in agent. I, 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 got a, I got multiple DMs last night, threatening DMs as well, of, of saying things like, uh, I got one guy who said to me, remember Murph, it's not what you know, it's who you know. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, I, I, yeah, I think a lot... But, I kind of I made a comment about the, the middle-aged men soliciting money from teenagers and blaming the Jesuits for everything. So that upset a few people, and I knew where that was coming from. That's another one you can't speak against. It's the Jesuits and all this stuff. That's another kind of. Oh that, yeah, they, yeah. They, a lot of people believe that is the top Jesuit. truth of it. Is that it's not the Masons, it's not, and it's the Jesuits, and that's who everything is, and. Yeah, I, I don't believe that either. I, like we've said before, I just believe it's a small group of magicians, if anything. The ubiquitous they. Who is they that we're talking about? Everybody wants to know who they is. Now, yeah, that, 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 that was a question that I got as well. Saying, well, well, you know, if it's not the Jesuits, then who is it? You know, so like in other words, people just want somebody to identify as uh, the, you know, the, the tip of the spear. And I, I replied back, I said, we are. No. We are words, our swords, words backwards is swords. I think that, you know, they, I think that there's, we are, we really are. I think that we are creating something really incredible as we go. But on the other side, who's doing, who's putting all this other stuff together? Like who's putting all the fakery together? We're slaying the fakery. We're, we're kind of trying to bust up the matrix. Yeah, 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 yeah. But who's putting this together? One thing that I like to say is my guiding principle is, I do not need to know who built the machine, how the machine works. Where's Rambo? Oh no, 
he dropped off. He'll come back. Poor Rambo. Okay, back to my soliloquy. I can pick right back up. Don't you worry. <laughs> you don't have to know how the inner workings are, are. You don't need to know how the cogs are moving together to understand that there is a flaw in the machine, to see a flaw in the machine, to see a spoke in the wheel, you know, of the machine. You can... You don't have to know who built it or how it's made to go, hey, I kind of see that there's a something sticking out right there. Looks maybe if you pull that out, you know. There we go. There's Rambo. Yeah. <laughs> hey Rambo, welcome back. <laughs> yep. Don't know what happened there. Yeah, uh, no, it's the Matrix glitching. She glitches. <laughs> Fascinated by a panda. Yeah. Oh, pandas yeah. assassins. Assassins. They come with those little masks they wear. <laughs> I was just yeah. trying to go on about my thing, you know. Is there any I mean, other than any, any more animal news? Any, have we have we missed any animal discoveries this week? Any fake marsupials out there? Right. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, my only discovery this week is what was discussed at the beginning of the show with the panda panda penis. <laughs> Okay, yeah, yeah. Okay, Rambo, for the for the for those in the back, for all of us in the cheap seats, can you give us a, a re-overview of the pan of what's going on with the panda anatomy and why it's so ridiculous? Yeah, so it's they say it's got the smallest penis in the animal kingdom, mm -hmm. but then it's got the biggest testicles in the animal kingdom, but in, in the bear species, should I say? And if you Google panda balls or panda testicles you can't <laughs> not safe for work you can't find you can't find a picture of them like where are they if mm. they're so big where, where mm. are they mm. <laughs> and it goes back to uh, uh, there's a little story the article are talking about where they sent this panda to china this female panda to, and he was going to to mate it and when it got to china they realized it was a male all along and they couldn't even tell that it was a male, do you know? That's like, that sounds like Harvey Weinstein. That's exactly what I said with the inverted penis, the inverted penis that looked like a vagina. Oh my God. They couldn't tell Which you. reminds me also of Jeffrey Epstein's egg-shaped penis. I feel like they give these fake characters these weird, embarrassing, highly hyper-embarrassing and like bot bodily anomalies. Like Hillary Clinton not sweating, Prince Andrew not sweating, that's a bodily anomaly, that's weird. The inverted penis. What does that even mean? A penis that looks like I, I, inverted penis. Black and white as well. He's got the black and white symbolism. It's wait. It what's got the black and white symbolism? Or the panda? The, the male. The male is ready to breed for six months, and oh, yeah. the female can only breed for three days. So it's got the six three. No, it's not again. that she can only breed for three days. She can probably breed all year long. She only is in the mood for three days. <laughs> That's what they say. It has nothing to do with anatomy. It has nothing to do with cycles. It has nothing to do with whether she's viable for child. She's an animal. Animals are just like always ready to go. Like that's just what it go. Ugh. It's weird. Like this this animal can't sustain life. Anyway. Yeah, it can't. It can't sustain life in the wild. There's no way it could. No, so it can't. It can't mate. The tellers it can't mate. It can't bring up its babies without human help. And its babies are the size of a puppy dog. Do you know a baby tiny dog? So mm -hmm. it, it can't, it, it just can't, it just doesn't work out. And it eats 
poisonous bamboo as its diet. Yeah. You know, it's cyanide. Like, it's cyanide, right? Bamboo digests in the heat. And people will say, yeah. well, everything digests differently in animals, you know. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But still cyanide. Really? That's okay. <laughs> yeah. And then and while we're on these things now, what about these deep sea creatures that we see, like these fish with the bulb on its head and stuff like that? That's these are other things I'm starting to look at. That you I really think all sharks see? shark attacks are fake. Yes, yeah, shark attacks are fake. Yeah. I don't I don't Oof. believe the great white shark mm -mm. is real. Mm -mm. I think that there's probably small sharks that can be caught by fishermen that are just whatever. But I do not believe that the Jaws style. There's a reason that Jaws was this ridiculous, cartoony-looking character, but still scared the living daylights out of a, an entire public. But I, but yeah, I think Jaws scared of the sea forever. Scared of the sea. Scared of the sea. It's just like it's the Truman Show. Of, they want to scare the sea. They want to scare. Yeah, the what you could call mind control or MK Ultra kind of stuff. What you would call that. And I was thinking about this today. Like when you was a kid and you would like kind of watch a, a movie that would give you nightmares and keep you up at night. That's again like a, a it's to condition you and to fear, really. 100%. 100 they train you to be fearful of certain things from a kid, Do you know. Yeah, even like the Goosebumps TV program and stuff oh, like that. Yeah, you, and are you afraid of the dark? Are you afraid of the dark? That, love that. some of them, them images stay with you. Very mind, scary. I had many nightmares after Are You Afraid of the Dark. Oh, for yeah, sure. Same. <laughs> Ooh, scary. There was actually an episode about adrenochrome, pretty much, where there was a no, restaurateur. Yeah, it was like the, the restaurateur, and there's like this soup that's very expensive, and everyone's going in, they're just loving the soup, and the secret ingredient, come to find out, is extracted fear, you know, and that's what the secret ingredient, that's why everyone loves it. I mean, that was back in the 90s, y'all. That was a long time ago. My, my, my. And when you're How looking back on it now, you can kind of see with these eyes what it, what it was. With it was real the, eyes? Yeah, it was all <laughs> like uh, to, to, to have you fearful, you know, mm -hmm. desensitizing you to, yeah. to scary images or whatever, you know. Oh, for sure. Lifelong programming. Cradle to, I like to call it the cradle to grave <laughs> conditioning program. Starts the moment we're born. We get slapped on the ass the moment we're born. Yeah, I've seen someone say, well, I've seen people murdered. You're calling stuff fake. And I've seen people murdered in my life. I've seen brutal murders and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. But Family trauma is yeah, yeah. That has come from movies still. I don't, I, mm -hmm. it's not. Just someone got up off the and thought, oh, I'm going to do this. They've seen it or right. it's been passed you learn down from to them. You know, we're influenced. Yeah, it's mimicry. It's puppetry. How to pull the puppet strings is to show us. And just like they say, history, we're doomed to hit repeat history, repeat history or whatever. They, well, the quote is, if we don't learn history, we're doomed to repeat it. Something along those lines. But the, the, the opposite is true. History just always repeats. And the more they teach us it, the more it repeats. Like the, it's it's a self it's a self fulfilling prophecy. They they show us history is one way, and then they can, they, like we are we talked about this this you know even the marches and the civil rights marching. I feel like sometimes, like yeah, all these conversations are really important, but the way that they present it is is completely misaligned is is a complete misinterpretation of what is actually felt and and known and experienced by humanity and like what we actually want to be operating as as a human. Sometimes they just tell us that we're horrible people and show us examples of horrible people and, sh and 
I kind of question the whole KKK, to be honest. Yeah, same. Just copycats from copycats. the TV, and that is all it is. That is everything. Yeah, they show us these things, we mimic it, and then because we're mimicking it, we think the other thing's real. Let me teach it's like a funhouse mirror in for reality. Ugh. And then we, get it, then we get it taught in school, absolutely. There are pictures of KKK Klansmen in every history textbook for, in, for every child learns that, just along with Holocaust stuff. It's disturbing. And it's probably all fake. Yeah, <laughs> I'll go with it's all fake, definitely. Yeah, <laughs> I'll take what's fake for... 500, Alex. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Every, what is everything? <laughs> What's really interesting? Everything. It's been a huge shift, though. Just just in a, in a, in a year, maybe I think, and maybe it's me, but just a year ago, you couldn't say even question, you couldn't even say the word Holocaust without without causing, without without having a, a big problem. Without holocausing an issue. <laughs> oh, God, I just can't. You couldn't even joke, like you I couldn't even like a, like a joke like you just did mm. about it without seeming kind of like insensitive. But let, now, me be, let me be frank. Now it's just the holocaust. <laughs> <laughs> I, did, I, I did not see that coming in Frank. I did not see that coming. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> compose, I gotta compose myself. <laughs> You know, but he, okay. So you're right. T to your point, I think you're onto something really important. Is this is this is this is a how do you approach how do you approach these locked doors? You got to disarm. You got to disarm the guards. The only way to do that is 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 the jester to be the jester to be the jester in the court. And we are and we're kind of finding a way to be truthful and like do the. But we're also finding a way to have a levity with it. And what is what is like we can talk about the Holocaust because we have a we have found a levity. It's almost like a bumblebee flying. Like how is that? It's impro it's improbable. It's an it's impossible that a bumblebee flies, but they do it with this levity, this like vibration, this this positive vibration. You know, they levitate, yeah. Yep, and um, we'll see. Hopefully this week. Y'all, don't leave me on that. Someone, 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 give me something. <laughs> well you know what rambo i think to your point you're we're probably right i think we probably flew around every issue we possibly could yeah, we, we busted we've up every quite, issue covered quite a lot of topics here and i gotta fill you in on some flu stuff murph <laughs> some flu puns i gotta i gotta stop with these puns yeah gotta... put some flu puns in here before we go <laughs> i gotta i gotta do a summary on the templates that we talked about and i gotta do some flu puns and um yeah we'll be good to go this was another <laughs> really enjoyed this one yeah and next week is the last of the series i know okay yeah so realize radio we're an eight we're the season one is eight part series we're gonna we're gonna wrap next week. That'll be our last of this little iteration. We're gonna take a break. We'll get some feedback from everyone. We'll take some time to get some feedback and I think we might even bring on some new voices and stuff and mix it up a little bit. And I don't know if the episodes are too long or too short or what what we got going on, but yeah, there's a lot we learned. You know what I noticed? I noticed that when we leave for our intermission, we come back, our second, our second half is always much more relaxed and it has a different vibe. <laughs> Imagine that. You notice that? <laughs> it's like yeah, I've noticed that. Smokes a joint, comes back, and it's more relaxed. Good weed, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what y'all talking about. I, 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 I have no idea. <laughs>
right? Good vibes. Good vibes on Fridays. Always good vibes on you. Yeah. Thanks, y'all. Yep. Have a great Thank night. you. Really? We're good. Oh, I missed half of it. Eddie. <laughs> it's all an illusion. It's 5.33 on my watch. 5.33. You guys can't see Oh, it. yeah. Yeah, you're right. Look at that. <laughs> really enjoyed this one. Yeah. This was good. Thanks for letting me kind of ramble on. Thanks, guys. And it was, again, I look forward to Fridays every week. Friday is such a shining spot on my radar. And you guys are a big part of that. Thank you. Take care, yeah. Take care. Take care. We'll speak soon. Have a great night. Bye, you too. Bye.